Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and these beers are going to give us some big whiz poppers. <laughs> I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. We're the Drunk Guys, and this week we're continuing our deep dive into the, the world of Roald Dahl by reading the BFG, or the Big Friendly Giant. Uh, and I'm going to start with this beer. So the BFG is a giant, and the, the enemies of the book are nine other giants. Even the, bigger giants. Even bigger, even gianter. And uh, they eat people, but not the BFG. He eats he eats something we'll talk about later, but you know what he probably would prefer? Broccoli. And uh, this beer is called <laughs> <laughs> Broccoli. This is other Just half. Broccoli? It's other half Broccoli. <laughs> I have questions. I actually do too. It is a double dry hopped IPA, 7.9%. It's kind of like other half's thing, broccoli. Like they have a lot of variations on broccoli. That's their a, thing? Like not putting, there's no broccoli in the beer. But like they had, when they couldn't do their IPA festival due to COVID, they had it, you know, you could like order the shit. And then all of the beers or a lot of them, it was all like modeled after Super Nintendo artwork and mm. around the fictional video game Broccoli World. And they made an, a game that you could download, like a stupid like five-minute game. Is this Broccoli. like when the checks, the checks cereal as a kid came with that uh, CD-ROM of Chex Quest? I guess it's similar to that, yeah. That was a, uh, yeah, and that was a Doom. They literally reskinned oh, yeah, Doom it was, it was to make Doom, that game. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is broccoli. It's pretty good. It's double dry hop, so it is pretty hoppy. Um, I don't really know why it's called broccoli. My biggest question is how do they get away with calling it broccoli when there's no broccoli in it? You broccoli know, like, is the only untrademarked vegetable. No, like you're not allowed. You can't. We've had other beers where they had this issue. Like you can't call it that because you know it's not made there or it's not called. It's not right with the beer Tokyo. Tokyo had to be misspelled because it's not made in Tokyo. And there's no Tokyo in it. Dog, dogfish Head couldn't call their beer Wrath of Pecan because it didn't use pecans. It only <laughs> used pecan wood, so they couldn't call it that. They had to rename it Wrath of Pecant. Maybe the uh, broccoli <laughs> lobby is just not as powerful. You know, their, their wind is really powerful. <laughs> just eating broccoli all day. So the BFG is a 1982 book by Roald Dahl. It is, this is one I did not read as a child. Did you guys read this as kids? I did read it as a child and did not like it. I really liked Matilda. I really liked The Witches. And then I picked this one up and I was like, what the fuck is this? Even though, I mean, it was weird. Not actually weirder than those other books, because those are weird too. But for some reason, I just thought this was weird. This was my favorite book as a kid. So maybe I'm really weird. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when I was like young, like elementary school. Yeah, I read this a lot. Basically, it was Jimmy's favorite book until he started this podcast. Uh, I I was just really into the whole eating people thing. And, you know, in children's literature, there's just really not a lot to work with in that regard. Um, Hansel and Gretel. Not a lot of cannibalism in children's literature. You're right. Not, not there's enough. There's a ton of it. Really. There's a ton of children's story. Like, half of the Grimm's Tales are like a kid gets eaten. Was that Hecate Peg, that children's book? Dude, Hecate Peg was another one I read a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Which turns all the kids into food. Yeah. And the yeah. mom has to guess which food her kid is. <laughs> yeah. The fat one is a pie. Because... That, uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I read that one. Maybe, that, maybe there is a theme. Uh, <laughs> so the story follows uh, basically one exciting evening. One enchanted evening. Yeah, some enchanted evening where Sophie, who is a young girl, I don't know if they say how old she is. Yet another orphan. Another, oh yeah, yeah, there's a lot of, 
<laughs> talk about themes. Roald Dahl kind of went back to certain wells pretty frequently. Uh, she's an orphan in a terrible orphanage, and like I don't even meet the person, but I just remember her name is Mrs. Clonkers, <laughs> which is awesome name. <laughs> it's a, like a steampunk name for titties. <laughs> Great Clonkers, <laughs> and uh, she's out at night. She has to like pee or something, right? She's like, oh no, she just can't. She's sleep. in her bed, you, but she's not. But she's awake for whatever reason. She's like, oh, I can't. If I get out of the bed, I'll get in trouble. Even if I say I'm going to the bathroom. She has to just pee in the bed. He's just just pissed on a different orphan. Um, (laughs) And then she sees the BFG. She's like a giant man walking down the street, blowing his uh, trumpet into (laughs) windows. (laughs) Not a euphemism. (laughs) That's exactly what he's doing. And uh, onto children. And because, you know, he's over there because with giants, they they mostly come at night. Mostly. (laughs) (laughs) This is They Mostly Come at Night, dot, 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 mostly, uh, from Alewife. Uh, it is clearly based on Alien, based on the Xenomorph on the front, but it also works for Giants, um, and it is an Imperial Oh, because that's, that's a line in, in Aliens. aliens. Uh, Newt says that, yeah. Ooh, that's got a strong, uh, made with cinnamon, red pepper, and pretzels. That's now that a they weird combination it, of things. <laughs> Is it like red pepper flakes or red pepper? I don't know. But it's not spicy. It's red bell peppers. That's a weird Yeah, I guess. I don't know why. It I was gonna say it has like a bitter taste, but I'm realizing that it's like salty. That must be it really does taste like fucking pretzels. You know, we've had a lot of beers with pretzels and they never really taste like pretzel. It's got a very strong like after after flavor. Pretzels pretzel. just taste like salt. Yeah, so. it just tastes like salt. <laughs> But if you say just salt, you know, it's not and, classy. And sometimes honey mustard. <laughs> <laughs> a nice honey mustard beer would be very different. Uh, 8.6% though. Who doesn't uh, like a savory yeah. beer? Interesting. It does. It's salty. It's, 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 I know what they've done. They've made a beer that's salty. So you feel the need to keep drinking to rehydrate. Genius. It's self-perpetuating. That's an excellent idea for whoever makes the D's Nuts beer. <laughs> You know, uh, Brewdog had a competition to suggest a beer, and I and I was like, make an imperial stout with you know coconut, and then uh, I forget what other nuts I said to put in there, peanut and maybe pistachio, and I said, like, call it these nuts. Like, <laughs> and then I didn't win. It was really disappointing. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe you didn't win yet. Instead, so they're like, no, we're gonna make a red ale that's six percent. Like you fucking blow. Make you as long as they give it a clever name. They they fell off hard. They were they're not cool anymore. Uh, speaking of falling off, she gets she sees the uh, the BFG, and he sees her, and he's like, "Oh, free kid!" And he instantly takes her and takes her back to Giant Land, uh, which is like Scotland apparently, because <laughs> you could drive a jeep to it, and it it, it's is, it's very far. Also, it's, well, it's we also needed helicopters. Yeah, it's in the in the end, it's off the last page of the atlas. I love that. We'll get to the hold on. Whatever it, must it be is, Scapa Flow. What the fuck is that? The the top northern part of of Scotland, like the Orkney Islands. Yep. Is that where orcs come from? Uh, it's where knees come from. Oh man! <laughs> Before that, it was, I got questions. Things were weird. So uh, he takes her and he goes back to Giant Land and doesn't say anything to her. And she's like, "Oh, this guy's gonna fucking eat me," and then blow his trumpet on me, and it's. <laughs> 
Weird. <laughs> and then he takes her, and then he instantly drops some textbook abductor language on her. He's like, no, you have to stay here now. It's safer. No one can know you're here. She's like, that's what every kidnapper says to a child. And she's like, all right, yeah, I just... Good thing I have this fast-acting Stockholm Syndrome, and I'm just going <laughs> to... This is great now. And then uh, and he explains in his broken English that he is a, a stroke survivor and that he he's not, but he speaks, he speaks ridiculously dumb uh, in, a, in a variety of ways that are cute and I'm sure are funnier if you are, you know, nine, but... Uh, they are hilarious when you're a kid. So some of them, some of them, I don't think a kid would get all of them, but, you know, I don't know. Like, some of it's like, oh, but he said, like, I just highlighted a few that I thought were funny. I cannot be right all the time. Quite often, I is left instead of right. Like, I like still a, think, like, right or left, like, all the time as a person. Another great line that I highlighted, when he talks about the other giants who have names that are, like, man-eater and hollow Blood bilcher. Like, <laughs> watch Blood out, bottler. man. He'll chew you up. Uh, <laughs> and, like, the, the, <laughs> and there's, like, the maiden buster. Right? There's one that's, like, a little rapey. <laughs> Ooh, uh, yeah. Uh. But he says, those giants is all at least... Uh, he also gets subject verb agreement wrong all the time. Those giants is sick. All at least fifty feet tall with huge muscles and cockles. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's no, the word he meant. But maybe that's not the word he meant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you know what he's going like uh, cockles and muscles, like you know mollusk thing. But maybe they're just big diesel. They're like that guy that everyone sends a picture of to each other, like the black dude with the giant dong out. Maybe they all look like that. Who is dead? I know. Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in penis. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> I made a coffin out of it. So. <laughs> His last name was Wood. I mean, no one should be surprised. Uh, so then uh, he explains that there are other giants and they have names, but that you don't need to know any of them. It doesn't matter. Uh, except when I was reading, the book is illustrated like all the doll books are by Quentin tarantino blake and they <laughs> rough sketches they're they're cute little very recognizable style and there's a picture with one of the giants and it's like a big fat thing with a beard and my daughter said that looked like me <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> ouch she's like he's got a big belly and hair like daddy i was like oh <laughs> fuck you oh <laughs> uh, that's that's unfortunate and my wife was like, yeah, it's true. Get on the treadmill. Anyway, um, <laughs> there's the other nine giants, and they go around and they eat people all the live long day. That's what they eat on, uh, eat exclusively. And people around the world have different flavors that make great, great amount of sense. They're all really pretty funny. Uh, people from Greece are greasy. Those are the only ones they never eat. They don't eat. Yeah. It's really because they're so hairy. It gets stuck <laughs> in your teeth. But It's like those uh, dog chew toys that you chew them and it cleans their teeth at the same time it's like that so they eat them and it's like flossing while eating <laughs> the people from some of them were funny like people from turkey or turkish people taste like turkey and the girl's like well i guess i could have guessed that one and then people from um, panama taste like hats <laughs> yep. and <Not> canals <laughs> and people from wellington taste like boots <laughs> which is a more british joke that yes. is, yeah. The, well, the wellies are your like rain boots, right? Yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. why they have to have a, a proper noun for those. But I anyway. think it's a I think it's a brand name. 
Well, it rains like every single fucking day in England. So, you know, they're pretty important. Maybe they're named after the man who invented rain boots and telling everybody just had wet feet. And he's like, fuck this, pish posh. I think it is named after at least like a person who made a brand of them. It's like, it's like saying, oh, what's the word? Band-Aid? Or where, where the brand becomes the thing. Yeah. Uh, it made me think of this on a British show I watched once where it was like kind of like a whose line is it anyway show. And it was like unlikely things to hear in a, you know, a period drama. And the guy goes, well, I did work for the Duke of Wellington. We invented the Wellington boot and the Earl of Sandwich when he invented the sandwich. But I suppose my happiest time was when I worked for Lord Strap-On. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he, uh, they meet all the giants and they eat people. And there's a whole lot of them, you know, a lot of funny jokes there with different things that they taste. That's the part I don't think kids would get all of those things. Like... Obviously, like a Wellington is. A child wouldn't know what a Panama hat is. Exactly. <laughs> Sophie is, of course, appalled at this, and she's like, oh, shit, this guy's going to eat me. And he's like, no, 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 I only eat what clearly sounds like a British term for cock. Uh, <laughs> I only <laughs> eat snoz cucumbers. And she's like, snozcumber. Snozcumbers. I'm encumbered with one. But also okay. in Willy Wonka. Snozberries. Whoever heard of a snozberry? The BFG did. The wallpaper. Snozberries taste mm. like snozberries. So, uh, I mean, it's all in the same universe, I suppose. I like to believe Where they every all child's are an orphan. <laughs> well, the people keep getting eaten. There's going to be a lot of orphans. Though they, the, later on, the giants just go straight for children. They're like, I feel like veal tonight. <laughs> they just eat yeah, kids. You, know. you got to mix it up. But he doesn't. He only eats snozcumbers because he goes to a glory hole to feed. <laughs> <laughs> The snozz gobbler. (laughs) (laughs) That and zucchini. (laughs) But but he only eats this one terrible vegetable, which is a huge warty cock-shaped thing, and it tastes bad. Like, what a surprise. Then, of course, the big bully monster guy, I don't know, meat eater, whatever his name is, he's like, I think you have a kid in there. Let me eat that kid. Because they're in his cave. It's like, oh, is this like the Odyssey that all giants live in a cave? (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was Blood Bottler. I wrote this down because he's like, I smell something. I think I smell a human. He's like, I'm guessing, I is guessing, you have snitched away a human being and brought it back to your bunghole as a pet. I also wrote that line down. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I hope he's not keeping her there. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the only place that's safe. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Except from the whiz poppers. So then they hang out and, and, and they just sit there and she's like this they both are like, This is terrible. They're just gonna keep eating people because people from Mauritius are delicious or like whatever <laughs> stupid <laughs> reasons to eat them. So then uh he introduces her to to the juice. I forget what it's called. Frob scuttle. Yeah, that's definitely a British S T D, but <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe that's a, a, you know what? That sounds like a very British name for smegma. Frobskull. Oh, God. No? Come on. I don't, know, I don't know which word is worse in that context. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they both sound like what that is. Exactly. I mean, smegma also does sound vaguely geological. Like, <laughs> it comes out of Mount Cockatoa. Like, all this volcano smegma coming out of it. That sounds like science. I think it is. So, Frobscottle is, <laughs> it's like soda 
or beer, actually. But the bubbles go down instead of up because apparently buoyancy works backwards in this world. Maybe um, we're in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Must be it. It is a long way away. So the bubbles go down instead of up. And for Sophie, that's a problem because, you know, bubbles, they make you burp. But if the bubbles go down, that makes you do something else. And the giant is like, burping is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> this is way better. And so they both drink the scuttle and literally get launched into the air with the power <laughs> of their farts. <laughs> Which, when you're a kid, is incredible. I was just going to say, I could see why a 10-year-old boy would love that. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> amazing. I, Which... I still laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. And I've always dreamed of like eating enough cabbage that I could propel myself with a fart. Uh, yeah, so he, he does it, and he's like, everyone whiz pops, kings and queens. That's foreshadowing. Uh, <laughs> presidents, film stars, little babies, that's, they definitely whiz pop. Uh, <laughs> they whiz poop, too. Oh, they, they, they whiz and poop. That's basically <laughs> all they do for a few weeks. And he's like, that's ridiculous. Uh, and she's like, it's, it's quite rude. He's like, no, I fucking love farting. <laughs> He literally says, I love it. It's <laughs> so the, the one sentence he makes without fucking up. Well, I like, uh, right around here is when he says another thing that I thought was just funny when he talked, uh, just to show his dumb language, he goes, no, that's redunculous. <laughs> like, Which redunculous. is now a word for butts. Redunculous. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but I was just trying to think of like other things he could have said in the book that would not sound great by ours. He's like, no, it's recoculous. <laughs> 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 or... Uh, no, not whiz popping. That's turtable. <laughs> see? Uh, all right. So anyway, they fart a lot. Also, by the way, he calls them human beans, so they should be making him fart a lot too. They probably um, do. Mm-hmm. So I want to. <laughs> I should open the beer before. But you anyway, should. so the giant speaks really strangely and backwards. Like at one point, he says, "And uh, you could you? There's no girl in here. You would have. You can search my cave from frack to bunt." <laughs> and so if he had to say the word toasted coconut, he would probably instead pronounce it coasted coconut. Almost assuredly. This is called a spoonerism. <laughs> this indeed. This is coasted coconut by Finback, which is a beer we have had before. But Mike had it, not me. Uh, this is an imperial stout with chocolate, coconut, and almonds. It's and it's also a big fucking beer, so <laughs> because it is twelve and a half percent. Ooh, goddamn! It's good. Needs more coconut, but it's still good. Or less, less coasting. <laughs> yeah, they coasted it too much. So then they kind of just like hang around and fart for a while, and then well, they, they he explains about the dreams. Oh yeah, about yeah, how right. his his cave is just tons of like glass bottles, like. Just like mason, uh, mason jars. jars. He's like a hipster. <laughs> just making kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> and there's tons of like these jars and they're like kind of, they kind of look like they're empty except not quite. And apparently they're dreams. They're full of dreams that the big friendly giant goes out and catches them because then they go out and they literally, he has like a bu- giant butterfly net, you know, a giant sized, normal size for a giant butterfly net. Mm-hmm. And goes out and just, they catch something. And Sophie can't even see it. But he's like, oh, bring me the bottle. Bring me the bottle. He puts the bottle in. And they're like, it's a golden whiz banger. I forget what the... It's a fizz like, wizard. Fizz a, wizard. 
which is like when you have to pee a lot. I was, I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a great name for a brewer. Fizz like Wizard? Fizz is magical. That's like a brewer's rap name. <laughs> Fizz Wizard. And that's apparently a really, really nice dream. But then there are also nightmares, because then the next one they catch is a nightmare, and that's called a... Troggle Humper. <laughs> Troggle Humper, yes. <laughs> mm, I knew that. Oh, didn't they sing, uh, I get knocked down, but I get up with this? Yes, they did. <laughs> Tell something. <laughs> <laughs> one hit wonder. They had like 20 albums. Yeah, that was like their... That 15th. was smack in the middle. And they made music nothing like that at all. It was yeah, like the rest of their albums are about like killing cops. Anarchy, <laughs> punk, hate, hateful, angry, like fuck Thatcher and I guess Blair by that point. Yeah, just <laughs> fuck everything and one arena sports album. You have to fund the fighting of the power somehow. Yeah. It's like just enough capitalism, <laughs> just enough for us to dismantle you know, it. Getting back up again takes money, you know. Gotta... <laughs> also, drinking that lager drink and that whiskey drink and that soda drink. And then you get pissed on. It's true. So they, uh, he catches these dreams <laughs> and he brings them back to like put them in his jars. And, uh, you know, she's, they're going to hang out. And also, oh, he also mentions about how he has giant ears that can hear everything. That's why he can hear the dreams flying around and, you know, catch them. He can also hear whenever you pick a flower... It screams as it's removed from the rest of it. <laughs> and a, a tree, when you chop it down, it groans like an old man slowly dying. Yes. <laughs> like, Jesus. But also that hearing helps him know which, you know, at nighttime, which teenage, you know, preteen children's bedrooms to peek in on. He's like, oh, something's happening here. No need for a dream. Or let me get one of my wet fizzle whistles to shoot into this room. <laughs> The giant is responsible for, blow, for blowing dreams into all the horny children. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, man. Could a, could a wet dream be a, a jizz banger? What would be yeah. his name for it? It's jizz popper. Jizz, a jizz popper? Yeah. So then he explains the dreams. And as he's doing that, all the giants are like, bye, we're going to go eat a bunch of children. And so he's like, that's fucked. We got to do something about that. It's like, nah. Well, they just can eat children, yo. That's what they do. Don't hate the giant, hate the game. And the BFG is like, <laughs> I'm used to it now. Like, I was, at first I was troubled, but now I'm used to it. There's a lot of kids anyway. Like, they'll just make more. I go, where is it like, uh, I'm going to Baghdad, and I'm going to eat every Baghdad and mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also like that people from Jersey taste like sweaters, and that's yeah. a, <laughs> a, uh, a localization issue for... <laughs> Yeah, book. here they taste like sunblock. <laughs> taste like uh, petrochemical processing. <laughs> they taste like Axe body spray. Oh, <laughs> it burns. <laughs> when they want to get high, <laughs> call some people from Jersey. <laughs> so they kind of come up with a plan. So he's like, we got to just stop him. And the BFG's like, let me think for one page. And he says, I got it. <laughs> We're going to convince the queen of... Sophie's like, we're going to convince she, the queen of England. It was her idea, not his. Yeah, well, he, he comes up with how. But Sophie's like, yeah, we're going to... We've got to convince the queen of England that children are being eaten by giants. He's like, that's fucking stupid. No one's ever going to believe you because all the people who saw giants have been eaten. We make it... We're, we're good like that. And he's like, I got it. I'm going to mix up a dream. I think it was her idea. Because she says something like, oh, if pe- people wake up and they, maybe they collaborate on it because she's like, if he, 
So you need to get her to dream it, and then you need to put me in the put me there, and she'll see me and know that the dream was a prophecy and not yeah. a dream. Yeah, she'll know. And he's like, "Yeah, I, I could of course combine dreams in some sort of weird way. I figured this out due to my compulsory miseducation. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to use this beer." He also speaks like, "Oh, he never went to school, and he never learned how to read except on his own." So, fuck except it, for works. doll Darl's chickens, yeah. <laughs> Charles Chickens and his my favorite book, A Sale of Big Titties. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is Compulsory Miseducation Three, the next the new class, <laughs> which is a <laughs> but it is, it is number three, uh, a collaboration between Root and Branch, and uh, which is soon to exist as a time of recording in Long Island, New York, and Hudson Valley Brewery, which is in guess which Valley, New York. Uh, this is a double milk stout brewed with New York State maple syrup, Ugandan vanilla beans. Ugandan. Yeah, when you eat them, you're like, you to be kidding me. These people taste so good. <laughs> that's what, I think that's in the book. And, and coffee sourced and roasted by our good friend, Giorgio T- Testarossa. Oh, Giorgio, yeah. Good oh, friend. man. Oh, that guy, yeah. That guy, him and his beans. <laughs> um... <laughs> So this is uh, a kind of interesting one because the only other root and branch beers I've had have been sours or IPAs because that's all people make these days. Mm. And uh, this is a stout of theirs. I've not seen too many. It is, I think it's like 9.8% alcohol or something like that. So imperial territory. It is fucking delicious. It is. It tastes like a, tastes like a Frappuccino, like Starbucks kind of product, but it'll get you drunk and... Uh, What's better than that? Yeah, so good stuff. But compulsory miseducation because the the giant who has been around forever, right? They they don't have they are just spawned by the universe. Yeah, they just <laughs> appear. They come into being, and uh, they're like, uh, don't like photons do that occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> photons and giants, which means that also an anti giant is is also <laughs> comes into being at the exact same time, and they go off in different directions. Oh, physics is so complicated. One of the ones that they, they, they shoot through time. Tachyons. Is that a real thing or is that a Star Trek thing? Tachyons are not real, but if well, they've never been detected, but things that travel slower than light move forward through time. Photons, which actually move at exactly the speed of light, because that's what they are, literally experience no time at all. And then tachyons, if basically, if something was able to travel faster than light, it would move backwards through time. Is this like the. Some some nerdy guy taking to it an illogical extreme for every action. There's an opposite reaction idea. No, this is really what the math of the theories say. But the problem is there's no way to move faster than light because you'd have to have infinite mass in order to do that. And it's so your mom could do it. Your mom was going to make a your mom joke. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta leave that one, and that's a good ho. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So they're gonna basically give the queen the plot of Inception. Oh yeah, yes. And she's like, "We got to sneak into the queen's bedroom, and you you set me on her windowsill after you blow a dream into her face with your dream trumpet." 
And he's like, yeah, I could do that. I'm very sneaky. Like, you are 25 feet tall. It's like, yeah, but we're very sneaky. And he does it. They're very sneaky. And then the queen wakes up and she's like, there's a little girl. The staff wakes up the queen and the, and the staff is like, mom, have you heard? And she's like, I had a terrible dream where there were things eating children. She's like, oh, did you read the papers that fast? Because the queen says it first and then the lady drops all the food on the floor. And she's like, oh, no, Lord. Did, did you see where the boys had disappeared from? The school Eaton? <laughs> <laughs> That's really it. They also, were, that was yes. a school they got kicked out of in the Mister. It's that bougie boys school. Uh, yeah, it's it like is a super... the bougiest of schools. I like to think he also did it because the word is Eaton, and that was funny. Yes, and the lesser-known British girl school, Chowville. Yummish Academy. Nom nom, a school for boys. <laughs> so uh, the staff is like, but look at the papers, mom. And so they like give her the papers, and it's like, oh. And then somebody pulls back, and then as she's reading the paper, somebody pulls back the curtains, and Sophie is there sitting on the windowsill. The windows, my God, what are you doing here? And then Sophie, not at all creepily, says, I think you know. <laughs> yeah, that's like the worst thing you could say I, at that point. I think you know. <laughs> definitely not a possessed little girl. Um, <laughs> definitely a horror movie for the queen. But anyway, and so Sophie says, I can show you where the big friendly giant is who can... Which is my pickup line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, can, he can't see you that well because he only has one eye, though. <laughs> <laughs> so he so anyway so the, the queen is like ah get me get me the head of the army and the air force and so and then they so they have breakfast with the bfg who eats every sausage every egg and sausage everything for breakfast just all the food in the palace with their butler who you know builds a a huge table by putting grandfather clocks as table legs and you know, using something and giving him the great sword that beheaded an old king as his knife. And a, and a that beheaded Charles the first. Oh yeah. No, Charles the second. The butler's name was Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> That's what they call him. <laughs> uh, but also when you first meet the butler, he was drinking a beer. Well, you know, he's it's British. like first thing like, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Tibbs had, you know, there's lots of talents a butler needs to have. Mr. Tibbs had them all. He was in the butler's pantry sipping an early morning glass of light ale when the order reached him. Like, it's it's like 8 a.m. You got to like, get the day started. sucks. <laughs> to get shit faced. I need this. You're going to have to build a fucking giant table today out of clocks. Better he didn't even know off. that yet. He This is when he just thought he had to deal with an old lady who was... Still old in 1982, but not that old. That was her silver jubilee. Do you think they'll cover this uh, uh, part of her life in the next season of The Crown? Her ex adventure <laughs> with the BFG. <laughs> It'd be really funny if they just did one episode where they did the BFG. <laughs> so then they're like, all right, we're going to need to go get these giants. from to stop. And she also confirms by calling up. This is where the, the nice racism comes in. Because it had to be somewhere. Uh, she calls up random the heads Sultan of state. Sultan of Baghdad. <laughs> First, she calls the King of Norway, which is like the Queen's cousin, by the way. And yeah, they're related. And and he's like, she's like, "How's it going today?" And 
realistically, a monarch would be like, it's great. I'm a fucking king. Uh, you actually woke me up. Uh, I was doing nothing. But he's like, it's terrible. Someone ate nine Norwegian children the other day. Oh, it, was, and, it was a Sweden because they went uh, there for the Sweden sour taste. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but they were hungry an hour later. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they went to Baghdad. Yeah, that's the best joke you can come up with because the peop- the Nordic people are not known for their cuisine. Everything is just pickled herring and you ever hear of that, uh, <laughs> that Sermstrong stuff? That sounds also like it's like a it's like a pickled or uh, fermented fish, and you have oh. to open the can underwater. Otherwise, the smell makes everyone around you vomit. Where do I get one? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that sounds. It's that like sounds a, it's nice. like it ends up being like a gelatinized herring or something and it's pretty much the worst thing you think of but they eat it there i think it's just a joke it's the thing they give to tourists i'm like oh you want to have a real swedish food and this give is what we <laughs> I, I i think i told it i had a, a guy I used to work with he, he had a girlfriend who's from uh, one of those norway or sweden it doesn't matter it doesn't and <laughs> she lived in one of them and he went there to stay there for the holidays and they were like Try this shit that we made. This like we made because like I think it was Norway because Norway has a ridiculous alcohol taxes. So like yeah. everybody homebrews over there. Everybody just makes their own shit. In Norway, it's like literally like forty dollars a six pack of beer. Uh, for, yeah, it's very expensive. Which is like eight trillion Norwegian krona or whatever they use. Krona, krona, yeah. <laughs> it's like more like go nuts. I'm not paying that. And then they make their own. And so like here, try this. And it was like they're like homemade, you know, aquavit. <laughs> and he was like. Trying to be polite, like it's pretty. It's kind of. It's not bad. And they're like, "Dude, no one drinks that." Like, ah, we got you, you stupid American. <laughs> All right. So then uh, they they call in the the heads of heads. Of, you know, she gets confirmation, and she calls the Sultan of Baghdad, but she doesn't know it's the Sultan. She's like, "Call the Lord Viceroy." She doesn't know it's actually Saddam Hussein. <laughs> That's right. At this point, right, they don't even have a yep. sultan. <laughs> no, they have fucking Saddam Hussein <laughs> yeah, launching gas attacks against Iran and the Kurds. Called all over the Kurds. Do you think the Kurds taste like curds and whey? No, they taste like turds. It's actually is a mistransliteration. <laughs> Maybe they taste like poutine. <laughs> Ooh, I eat, I eat, I eat anything that tasted like poutine. Here, eat this baby. Poutine. Oh, yeah. We named it Poutine. Oh, really? Is that a family name? (laughs) (laughs) So then the guy's like, yeah, everything's great. We're just beheading people. He's like, have (laughs) any people gone missing? Have any people been killed? Like, we are chopping people's heads off like you are chopping parsley. I can't even keep (laughs) track of all the dead people. But he also confirmed, he's like, has anybody gone missing besides them? Oh, yeah, this like one guy. And she's like, oh. And his wife and 10 kids. He's like, well, that proves it. And I really don't want to hear any more of this guy. Click. And, and literally hangs up without even saying goodbye. Just like, <laughs> well, yeah. Alaikum salam. <laughs> so she sends, so the queen sends the military. But okay, first they're like, okay, we're going to take out these giants. BFG, where are they? Show us on the map. And he's like, we're going to kill them all. The what? <laughs> yeah. He's like, what's a, what's a map? I've never heard of this this thing because he literally somehow doesn't know where he is. But they they managed to. He's going to walk there. The British army follow the BFG 
in helicopters. And like, jeeps. literally, he walks there. There are also jeeps. And jeeps. So. And so they walk there slash fly there. The helicopters are because the queen forbids them from killing the other giants. Because that would make it a much different book. That would make it morally wrong. And so they're like, no, no, we're going to take them back and keep them in j- j- I think giant the jeeps jail. were probably inside the helicopters. Because they were very large. Well, that, yeah. And they, you know, I don't want to question the aerodynamic uh, understanding of Dahl. He did serve in the Air Force in World War II. But on which side? <laughs> <laughs> Based he, uh, on his feelings. <laughs> uh, no, he was, he was in her, 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 he probably had some really long, stupid name. Like they didn't call it the Air Force. It was like His Majesty's Royal Flying Brigade of <laughs> Armored Vehicular Assault Things, you know, some, of the Exchequer. Whiz bangers. <laughs> But yeah, they're going to take the giant helicopters and then uh, carry the giants back on them, like uh, you know, like dangling below, like they're rescuing a person from like a, a river. <laughs> they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna do that with. from a shipwreck. <laughs> yeah, and so that's the plan. But of course, the little girl's like, "I also need to go," and they're like, "Do you really?" And she's like, "Yes, it's my choice, Sophie's choice." <laughs> <laughs> And they're like, I don't think that's what Is that, that what that was about? <laughs> you know, I didn't see that movie. Yeah, I think it's what now it was about. Now I know what it's about. Okay. Yeah, now I don't need to see it. Why'd you get an Oscar Sounds for like that? A, <laughs> it was a difficult choice. Happy fun, happy fun kids movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's so dumb. <laughs> so the when when the British army gets there, the British Air Force, whatever, when they get there, the giants are all just asleep. And so they just, which is very convenient. And so they just tie them up, except one kind of wakes up. Because he's sleeping on his arm or something, and they're trying to hog tie him, but they have to pull his arm out. And there's a whole, and he wakes up, and there's like a stupid, he's like, oh, I'm going to eat you slow now, old person. And then they, uh, Sophie saves the day. She had been given earlier a, a brooch from the queen that she's wearing that had formerly been a precious stone in India, probably, or something. And she's <laughs> she it. took from some sultan. Yeah. Uh, maybe the sultan of Baghdad. I don't know. Who gives a shit? And she takes, she, she, you know, stabs him in the heel. Who knew? Giants had a literal Achilles heel. And uh, he's stabbed by the equivalent to us, which would be like a grain of pepper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who left this one grain of, of rice, uncooked rice here? Maybe it was That's... like a Lego. Like you step on it and it, it's like you stepped on a knife. Dude, I have st- I, I, oh, <laughs> stepping on Legos is horrendous. <laughs> Once, so you know, a kid when she was like one, no, not even one, like probably eight or nine months, where she was like standing and trying to walk, but we're not good at it. I'm like turned away for a minute, and I see she's trying to climb on something super precarious in the living room, like her stupid little kid chair, trying to get from that onto the couch. I was like, oh god, this is not going to be good. I can't possibly explain this. If she falls, so I like ran to grab her and stepped on like it was like home alone. I stepped on like five Duplo Legos and I, I think we need to amputate I still I think we needed to amputate that foot. Like it was, the pain was so immense. If you stepped on a regular Lego, you probably would have just died. I would have I would have bled out <laughs> and that would have been a mercy. Uh, <laughs> stepping on a Lego is horrendous. So that's what happened to this giant. For him, it would be a Duplo because he's 50 feet tall. So it basically almost murdered him. 
and then you know they tie Duplo them up. Duplo are the worst, by the way. Like you don't do any building. You're just like, oh, do you want to build? Here's the Lego Duplo house set, and there's just one piece that's house. And it's like, Poof. oh, I made it. Yeah, made it's a house. for kids who will choke on Legos. So they're like, here, pretend these are Legos, kid. You'll have some real fun in a few years. You know, there's like a big controversy. The plural that Lego is a non-count noun. Apparently, like the plural Lego is just Lego. That makes and sense. Like, internet nerds are all mad about people calling them Legos. Oh well, internet nerds are the worst. They are. That's that's why I always eat a plate full of Ego. But do I don't you know really what understand. Lego means? It's like it's like let's play or something. Yeah, like that. it's just Danish. Danish for let's play. Which the Danish people in this book taste like dogs. Oh, because Great Danes. Not like Danishes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not like buttery pastries with a little cream cheese in the middle. Ah, that sounds delicious. Now they taste like dogs. And they look like them, too. Uh, so. <laughs> Vigo does not look that bad. Oh, Vigo. That's why he left. Yeah. <laughs> so she stabs him in the heel. They're like, oh. And then the BFG is like, I as sea snake is bite you on foot bunkle. And then... They just say like, him, sir, seek therapy. <laughs> this speech impediment is, is just terrible. He's just dro- drooling heavily. And just <laughs> His left arm doesn't work. Pretending he sees relatives who have passed away. <laughs> <laughs> so the army, they dig a really, really deep hole that is so deep. If all, and they put all the giants in, they literally drop them in from like helicopters. Uh, so deep that if even all the giants stood on each other's shoulders, there would still be 50 feet to the top. So the giants couldn't get out. Which, how many giants were there? And if they're like all nine, 50 feet tall. They spell it, it's very specific. It's a 500 foot deep hole and there's nine giants. That's that's a lot. <laughs> this is like a, one of those like Russian strip mining operations where they destroy like a hole, you know, like a hole that's like kilometers deep. <laughs> And they do it in like a few hours. Yeah, like while they're flying back, but they keep them there. But they didn't initially think to put like a fence around it. And there's like one terrible accident where three shitheads try to feed the giants and fall in and get eaten. And they're, they said they were drunk. Yeah, they're drunk, drunk guys. And they're great. Then they had to put up a sign: "Don't feed the giants." I'm like okay. But the BFG brings a bunch of. Uh, snozcumber plants so they can grow snozcumbers and feed them and pee on them from above, I guess, you know. Oh, absolutely. Because it would be wrong to kill them, but we'll just imprison them forever because they're all essentially immortal and feed them snozcumbers for all of time. He brings it also, yeah, let, let, and she, he brings a sack of, of the of the jizz, the, the cock members, whatever they're called, <laughs> and the queen is like, but where would we get more? And he's like, oh, just plant these other ones and they apparently, you know, the pH of the soil doesn't matter and shit, just they'll grow here fine. And then she's yeah. like, oh, perfect. Yeah. That's a solution. And then... Uh, and, and then, then everything ends. works out good. And he's given the title of the Royal Dream Blower, which is a great DVD. <laughs> <laughs> is that from browsers? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and eventually, the uh, you know he gets a little house next to the queen, next to the castle, or the Buckingham well, House. Well, I wouldn't say shit. it's a little house because he's it's a, a giant. It's a tall house. And Sophie is also there. I don't really remember. And eventually he gets over his speech impediment through years of occupational uh, therapy. <laughs> and he learns to write. And he writes a book. And what book did you write? It's this book. The book in your fucking hand. You just finished reading it. Punked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. 
So, uh, thoughts? Still gold. I thought it was weird. Still gold. I, I, did ever, I, don't, I never read this one as a kid because it was the longest one uh, that we had in our classroom library. And I was like, I don't want to read that much. Yeah, I remember being like, well, this is like a real book when you're a kid. Like, fuck, it was like 200, 200 pages. What do you think I have? A lifetime? There's Sonic Hedge, the Hedgehog to play. Uh, this is not going to happen. But I read the entire book today in uh, an hour and 45 minutes. So I guess I could have <laughs> probably accomplished it. It probably would have taken a lot longer when you were a child. Yeah, this would have been days days of work. But <laughs> but fine, I would have made it. Uh, I think it's funny. And I, I, I mean, reading a lot of Roald Dahl as a grown-up, back-to-back practically... You get the flavor of it, and it, it does start to get a little repetitive. He definitely had a he definitely had a style that did not deviate much from. Nate, you still think it's weird and stupid? I thought it was weird, and you know, thinking back, I'm pretty sure I started it and didn't finish it because the first couple of scenes were very familiar. And then after that, like I do not remember the going to the queen part don't remember that at all so i think i I know i started it maybe there was like an american version that you read where they just tell the prince they they told the president and he just nuked the entire area because it was 1982 (laughs) fuck that are the giants communists they just dr strange (laughs) let's let's just say they're communists and just Uh, it is weird but i think it's just as weird as his other books that we've read recently yeah I, i agree but for some reason, that's not the way I felt when I read it in elementary school. Because I know I had read Matilda and The Witches. I know I had read those. And then I think I was like, okay, so what other role doll do I need? I also read Fantastic Mr. Fox, and I also read a few others too. But um, when I got to this one, I was just like, this is just dumb. <laughs> I just thought it was weird and didn't keep reading. You just didn't enjoy children being eaten like I did. <laughs> It's Jimmy's favorite thing, apparently. Yeah, different strokes for different different folks. I, I I liked it. This was the first time I read it. I never intend. I never attempted to read it as a child because it was uh, intimidatingly long, uh, and I was like goosebumps. That's all I can handle <laughs> anymore. Um, but I liked it. I thought it was. I thought as a grown up who could understand things a lot faster than a child. It's like this book's kind of too long. Like you could you could have cut a lot of the crap out, and I would have still understood every single thing that was happening. But uh, I liked it. But you needed a fun. whole chapter about about farting. I mean, I would have preferred if, the, if everything was inverted. If like you squeezed everything else into one chapter, <laughs> and the other 183 pages were farts. <laughs> like he does rip one in front of the queen, which is great. <laughs> he does, and then like he's like, oh, I'm gonna have some. F- Froth scum bill or whatever the hell the shit's called. And then the girl's like, please, I beg of you, don't <laughs> do not do this. This is like, she's on the stamps. You can't do it. And he's like, I don't give a shit. She's on all our money. <laughs> he's like, uh. And then he, he just rips it. He's like, he's like, you know, if I try hard enough, I don't even need that stuff. <laughs> just, <laughs> you might shit your pants. Just a little. This is a small room. We'll be <laughs> doomed. <laughs> And he just rips a terrible fart, and the queen's like, "Oh, I do say." And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> "It's worth it, if only for that." There's no books oh, about farting in front of the queen. You know what? There should be. There should be more. Should be yeah. a genre. 
I'm sure it's a, a type of porn in in England. You know, like <laughs> being rude in front of Her Majesty. <laughs> it's like a weird, a weird thing some people are into. Impropriety. And then I start with the salad fork. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're only at aperitifs. I'm a bad boy, Her Majesty. <laughs> I need to be disciplined. All right. So, who should read this? I don't, I don't know who should read this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess kids. Yeah, definitely so children. They're probably not listening to this podcast. They shouldn't be. They definitely shouldn't be. I hope not. Please don't be. Unless they want to give us five stars. Well, you know, we didn't even do the Patreon plug, kids. But you know, they know. Could do a Subi sales and uh, tell you to take your parents' credit card and uh, go do that. A what? Soupy Sales was this fucking TV host guy. He had a he had like a kids show. Uh, I don't know when I think I want to say the seventies. And he he did a thing where he basically said, "Hey, go in your parents' wallets or whatever, and they have these green pieces of paper. Uh, you should take those and send them to this address." <laughs> <laughs> Genius. And and. Uh, Apparently, apparently, money got sent to him, and they're like, "Okay, we got to cancel this shit." And they, I think they canceled the show at that point. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't need to do that. But if you want to go to Patreon.com, feel free. Patreon.com/slash/drunkguysbookclub. Don't go to like any Patreon person. You know, yeah, just, no, just ours, just us. But in the meantime, tell us what you thought. Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc. Not. Drunk Guys BFG. Oh, spinoff. I smell smell a (laughs) spinoff. Or go to Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Guys Book Club. And you can follow us on Goodreads and give us all the stars you can think of on whatever listening platform you are using. And check out the Hopped Up Network, a network of independent beer podcasters. And thanks for listening.